0: Howdy, y'all, and welcome to The Daily Grind with your host, John Spencer. Grab a mug of your favorite brew and join me and my sister Carla, and then get ready to brew your brain, sharpen your wit, and enrich your faith. We'll give you the rundown on today's date, share some interesting historical facts, and then toss out a few random musings just to get your brain gears turning. Plus, I'll offer up some thoughts to ponder on your walk with Jesus. So let's get this show on the road. Hey, good morning carla
1: good morning happy good monday morning, john. thank you morning daily grind
0: so it's monday <laughs> it is monday october 30th
1: oh there's something about that day october 30th hmm yes. happy birthday little brother happy
0: <laughs> thank birthday. you thank you thank you yes it is john spitzer and Marita sign almost's birthday.
1: Exactly. Oh, my siblings. Yes, yes. all of them born on <laughs> This, day. this is a big one for you, isn't it? Uh, huh? Yeah. What? Yeah, it's a big. Is this a no? Yeah. It is not. It's yeah. just the the eve of a big one. Okay.
0: Yeah. The eve. All right. Okay. It's getting close. Still in my fifties. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. On this date in 1831, Nat Turner was arrested for leading the bloodiest slave rebellion in US history. Ooh, okay. No, no. And on this date in 1925, John Baird created Britain's first television transmitter.
1: Whoa, that is world-changing.
0: Yep. On this date in 1938. Orson Welles premiered his radio drama, War of the Worlds, and created a panic.
1: Absolutely.
0: And on this date in 1945, Jackie Robinson of the Kansas City Monarchs signed a contract for the Brooklyn Dodgers, breaking the Major League Baseball color line.
1: Very good.
0: I know. Well done. October 30th is also john and maritza day
1: <laughs>
0: it's buy a donut day okay it's candy corn day oh
1: man It's just keep it coming
0: keep it coming I, there's part of me that wants to like candy corn so bad and oh, I just, just do
1: don't. it just do it
0: i love it i love the way it looks like that marcy mm-hmm. uses it as decorative stuff all the time but i just don't i can't I don't know. Anyway,
1: uh, my best friend in East Texas loves it. Oh, I know corn. people that
0: love it. Yeah. Oh, I, like, love I want it. to. I just, yes. you know, I like it. I just, I'm just kind of a fan, not a Sorry. particular. It's checklist day.
1: <laughs> I love that
0: so much. Okay. Yes. Get candy corn at the store, check. check. You can do both those things. <laughs> it's radio drama day.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Makes sense War of the World mm-hmm. and, and it is Mischief Night.
1: Ah, right. Yeah, okay. I'll
0: start, start cranking up for the big one. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to sharpen your wit. Marvel Comics and DC Comics jointly own a trademark of you- the word superheroes. Oh, and superhero. Yeah, I didn't realize it was trademark. Trademark word. You just oh, can't go calling yourself okay. a superhero
1: yet i do it all the time (laughs) okay
0: now you you know last week we talked about john williams and the theme to star wars yes john williams the composer is the second most academy award nominated person in the history with 49 nominations right after walt disney whoa
1: okay. okay The creative guys. He has written a lot of music.
0: Yes, he has. He's so talented. Okay. Queen Victoria. Yes. was never confirmed to have said, we are not amused. But it is a phrase that is <laughs> commonly attributed to her.
1: We are not amused. <sighs> I can believe she said it, though.
0: Oh, I think we all could. There is an actual episode of Kitchen Nightmares, Carla. Okay. That shows Gordon Ramsey enjoying the food.
1: What? <laughs> are you sure? S- season 2,
0: oh. Episode 3, Mama Cherry's Soul Food Shack. He okay. actually likes the food.
1: He likes it. Hey, Gordon, he likes it. There
0: you go. <gasps> okay. A group of people who work to achieve a given goal are a team right I'm adding people into these
1: animals (laughs) that's good that's a good thing
0: group of rooks is called a building
1: rooks Mm -hmm. okay when you say that I think of the little chess piece no not the chess
0: piece (laughs) Okay. a rook Rook. is uh, like a blackbird
1: oh okay bird bird. blackbird and they're called a building
0: a Building of Rooks.
1: Building I of think rooks.
0: it is, their group name is attributed to people thinking of that little chess piece. Okay. That looks like a castle or a building.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh! Oh, it all makes sense now,
0: yes. There you go.
1: Thank you for clearing that up for me.
0: <laughs> hey, so when you're, you know, when we were younger and people would drive in groups to places, people would always call shotgun. Right. And that term comes from stagecoach days when stagecoaches mm-hmm. would employ a man armed with a shotgun to sit next, <laughs> right to, the next to the driver,
1: to the driver, and off
0: bandits. But anyway, that's Ooh. where that comes from.
1: Even my kids said that.
0: So Carla, here's something for you to throw on your big mental, mental timeline <laughs> that you <laughs> okay. like to have out there for when things occurred and how they fit. It. To tell woolly mammoths mm. went extinct one thousand years after the Egyptians finished building the Great Pyramid.
1: Whoa, okay.
0: Oh yeah.
1: That is some worlds colliding right there.
0: Okay. That puts in perspective years. how okay. old those pyramids are.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: Now it's that time on The Daily Grind to enrich your faith. On Mondays, we've been going through Richard Foster's Celebration of Discipline. And we looked at the inward disciplines of meditation, prayer, fasting, and study. And today we conclude the fourth outward discipline. We've looked at simplicity, solitude, submission. And today we're going to look at service. If you've been around church even for a little bit, you've undoubtedly heard a request for more people to serve on the blank team. At our church, you know, that can be anything. Children's church volunteers or the greeting committee or the committee on committees. (laughs) None of these ways of serving are bad things, but it is easy for this type of service to shape and limit our understanding of the spiritual discipline of service. The significance of service is not only in blessing those we serve, but in the way that it shapes us to be more like Jesus. Bernardo says, Learn the lesson that if you are to do the work of a prophet, what you need is not a scepter, but a hoe. Last week, we explored the discipline of submission. And while submission might look like a cross, service can look like a towel. The discipline of service is not just a list of things to do. It's a way of living. Jesus said in John 13 verses 14 and 15, If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have also given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Jesus was doing more than telling his disciples to wash one another's feet. He was getting at something deeper. Like his disciples, we are called to take the place of a servant and to be willing to serve those around us, just like Jesus did. Foster spends a good portion of this chapter on service, exploring whether we have the right heart when it comes to service. Quote, The wrong state of heart can lead to a self-righteous service where service comes through human effort and is concerned about making impressive gains and requires external rewards. True service is rooted in our relationship with Jesus. True service delights in the service itself, whether public or private, and it builds community rather than fracturing it. So to master the discipline of service, we first need to learn to draw near to Jesus and to learn to be with him, to get to know him. As we do this, he shapes our hearts. And the service which stems from this place is going to be true service, not self-righteous. For Foster, service is not a list of things to do, though in it we discover things to do. It's not a code of ethics. It's a way of living. I love the way he states it. Service as a Christian spiritual discipline is difficult to capture in words. We learn about service best by watching it in action over an extended period of time. When we see someone intently listening to another human being, we are witnessing service in action. When we see a person holding the sorrows of another in tender, loving care, we are witnessing service in action. When we see someone actively guarding the reputation of others, we are witnessing service in action. When we see simple, everyday acts of kindness, we are witnessing service in action. It is in these actions and many more like them that we begin to get a picture of service. There is great value in the small, everyday acts of service that require constant sacrifice and flow from a place of being a servant, rather than the great virtues of often one-off public acts of service. For foster service, again, I love it. Not a list of things to do, though in it we discover things to do. It's a way of living. The Bible encourages us to serve each other in these ways, and it reminds us that it's as much for our benefit as for the benefit of others. So this week, I have decided to focus on one type of service, the service of bearing the burdens of each other. Now, I will list the types of service in the show notes, but in our self-focused, self-centered culture, I think this type of service is needed now more than ever. Galatians 6.2 gives us a clear instruction. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Right now, we desperately need to be the body, a community of Christ followers that really look out for and care for one another. There's lots of folks listening to this podcast today who know someone who is walking through the valley of the shadow of death. They're having a tough time with financial insecurity, they're struggling with an overwhelming circumstance. They need someone to come alongside them to simply love and care for them, helping them carry their burdens. And as we practice the discipline of service, we will grow in humility. Richard Foster says, more than any other single way, the grace of humility is worked into our lives through the discipline of service. So let me give a final word, kind of caution As you seek to grow in the discipline of service, pray for an increase of wisdom and discernment so that you will know when to say yes and when to say no. All too often, we can say yes to too much and become bitter and burn out. For many of us, obedience will look like saying no as much as it is saying yes. So here's the challenge for the week. One, one person. Think of one person who you know who is struggling during this time. Pick up your phone. Call them or go by and see them in person. But see how you can serve them to bear their burdens. And two, pray for small things. Foster encourages us to wake up every morning and pray, Lord Jesus, as it would please you, bring me someone today who I can serve. How about starting every day this week with this prayer and just seeing where God leads you? As always, I will put Foster's recommended daily scripture readings in the show notes. I will also list the nine different types of service that he has. And I want to thank you for spending time with me here on The Daily Grind. And I hope to see you tomorrow. It is my prayer that your love may abound more and more and that you would ask Jesus every morning to bring someone across your path that you could serve.